All right, guys. So today, before we get into today's episode, I don't know why I said today twice, but before we get into today's episode. <laughs> God damn it. You had one job. Come on, Alex. Get your uh, shit together. CeeLo and I just wanted to tell you thank you guys and how much we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys so much. The real. love, The love and support has been extremely, extremely real. Beyond real. There's a ton of you guys that hit us up, uh, DMs, comments, a bunch of stuff, giving us great feedback. Shoot, shouting us out on your stories, yeah. texting us, telling us in real life how much like you guys were excited to hear our podcast, and we just, we appreciate you guys. Yeah, it blows my mind that you guys look forward to future episodes, and it, it blew my mind how many people listened to our podcast, and how many cities and states we've reached, and we actually even reached europe <laughs> that was crazy but thank you guys so much you guys are all incredible you guys all deserve the world and hopefully the CeeLo and i can do our part in providing that for you guys and hopefully you guys can stick around for this journey because it's about to be a hell of a ride and if you with it then get with it and if you're not with it i don't know what i was going with that anyways um <laughs> real quick before we go I just want to say r.i.p to kobe his yes. daughter the people who were victims on the crash yes. and to innocent people who die every day because of bullshit or shit that you can't prevent because shit happens. Uh, with that being said, though, just make sure that you take care of yourself, that you take care of those around you. Tell people that you care about them. Show people that you love them and do whatever makes you happy. Love each other, uplift each other, help each other, be nice to each other, make great memories with each other while we still can. Uh... With all that being said, we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, and we appreciate you guys. Thank, Thank you. Hey, welcome to the Off Topic podcast with alex and CeeLo. what it do what it do baby uh if you guys checked in on the last episode we appreciate you guys for checking it out and we appreciate you for coming back uh today we got uh besides me and CeeLo, <laughs> we got another guest uh homeboy's name is bright guy bright guy his what's name up, is, man? His name is Brian, not Brad Guy. But <laughs> we call him Brad Guy because yeah. we the homies. Yeah, we call him Brad Guy. Uh, I actually used to work with him uh, at, uh, I think, my second job. Uh, we used to work at a grocery store together, and it, it was cool. But the thing is, we never really got to get to know each other back then just because we were always busy grinding. Uh, thanks for joining us, bro. Appreciate yeah, it's, you. Yeah, it's a real pleasure, man. Thank you guys for having me and all the, the hard work that you guys put into making this happen. Hell yeah, yeah man. Dude, Honored no to be here. How you feeling today? I feel good. Yeah? I feel good. So, good to hear, man. Last time I talked to you guys, uh, I was going through some difficult stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of at a stage now where like I'm recovering from that a little bit. Yeah. And so it's interesting from just the short period of time between last time we spoke. Mm -hmm. Which wasn't too long ago. That was like, what, two weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Uh, about, Maybe three weeks? About three weeks to a month. Oh, okay. Yeah. So a lot's changed in my perspective, mm. which is really interesting just for me to be able to look back on. But uh, yeah. Yeah, good so for I'm you, man. All right, man. Thank that's you. That's good, dude. Yeah. That's good. Uh, so life's been treating you pretty well then. Yeah, I mean. Well, going off of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's hard for me to complain about much, yeah. you know. I'm that's definitely fortunate in a lot of ways. So that's good. That's that. good. What about you, Alex? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. I got a headache right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Like, it's, Sorry, it's, it's like a. It's like one of those, it's like a migraine headache type mm -hmm. joint. It's like right behind my eyeball. Oh, man. I hate those. Dude, like. I, those suck. It sucks. But hey, uh, I feel you, bro. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty neat. That was pretty neat. Lashing, I get that one too. <laughs> Y'all are weird. Uh, but we're here, so I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing good. That's Life's good. Um uh, yeah, life's good. That's what's up. How about you? So, bright guy. No, not no, about me. No, we're not skipping. Nah, you, I, we skipping <laughs> me. We're skipping nah. you. We're skipping me like a scratch CD back in like 2012. Ooh, like my CD player. Do you guys remember having any CDs? Yes. Quit trying to change the subject, bro. How's life? Bro, let you? me just talk. <laughs> I don't we'll go back to CDs. Nobody after. cares about me, bro. No, I'm doing. I'm doing good. A little tired. 
little tired. I'm doing good for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Do you hate when people say that you look tired? Yes. <laughs> Are you about to tell me I look tired? Nah, I was just thinking about that. Because I feel like I look tired. <laughs> nah. Because I feel like when, when people ask, like, oh, how's life treating you? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, nobody asks like that. But they said, like, how are you doing? Yeah. And you just be like, oh, I'm tired. And, you're, and people are just like, oh, you look tired. It's like, <laughs> what do you mean, bro? It's like, what are you trying to say? I need some sleep. <laughs> what do you mean? Bro, <laughs> bro like, honestly, but, like, if you look tired, like, for a person like you who never sleeps, you probably got, like, designer under your eyelids and everything. That could what? be a new trend, man. You got design. There's, like, fucking, what, what is that oh, called? Designer bags? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, I'm stupid. Got some Gucci Dude, loots. that'd be dope. Like, <laughs> Like if I had if I had a like because I don't have bag do I have bags under my eyes? No, I don't think so. Do I? I can't tell from here. All right, so we're gonna just say I don't. Uh, but if I did, it'd be dope to get like Gucci tattooed under my eye bag. You should do it anyways, and then people just be like, "Why the fuck you got Gucci tattooed? I got Gucci bag, bro." <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> no, but going back to scratch CDs, like yeah, go back. to I that used joint. to hate when I was listening to a good song. And then the CD was scratched, so the fucking song would skip, and I'd be like, yo. Yeah, you always knew it was coming, too. Yeah. yeah. You knew right when it was going like to skip. Like, every time. Like, oh, I love this part. But. You're like, I know it's going to skip, and then it skipped, and you're like, ah, vibe killed. You know it was a huge part of my childhood, bro? Mm. I mean, without incriminating myself. <laughs> <laughs> what? Burning CDs, dog. What? Yeah. That was high-tech oh. stuff for our age. You mean, like, you putting songs on a CD? I thought yeah. you meant literally... Burning CDs, I was like, yo, you're Yo, too young. What was wrong with you? Generational gap you're right here. You're too young, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, didn't man. suffer like we did. Doug. Yeah. Getting uh, getting viruses on your computer and shit. From no, I did no. from LimeWire. Oh, that's true. Nah, you too young. I swear I did. Nah, just play. I was like, how else would I know <laughs> yeah. about LimeWire, bro? The internet? <laughs> There's a bunch of memes going around, dog. No, nah, I lived through that, man. Uh, I know about it. That was that joint, though, bro. Yeah. You guys have Did you guys like, have, like, a favorite CD? For the longest, bro, my favorite CD was uh, The Massacre by 50 Cent. Because mm. really? I actually bought that CD. Dang. I actually bought that CD because yeah. uh, I worked with my dad doing um yards and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we went to Walmart one time, and that CD was on, like, they were selling it. There. I don't I don't remember if it had just dropped. I don't even remember when I bought it, but yeah. I remember I bought it. And I took it home, and I just listened to it forever because that was, like, the only CD that I had forever. Dang. <laughs> I want to say, like, my favorite CDs were Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent and Ambition by Wale. Dope. Yeah, those were definitely, like, my, my two favorites. What about you, Bright Guy? I had this old Hoobastank CD. <laughs> Hoobastank. Yum. It's like alternative. I hesitate to say punk rock, uh-huh. but it's like totally 90s oh, okay, rock okay. stuff, alternative. Yeah. Probably right now my favorite is like a, a Chris Tomlin, which is like a worship mm-hmm. thing. That's dope. Tight, man. It's pretty cool. Tight. That's and tight, ABBA, dude. ABBA, number one hits. <laughs> you That's my jam, dude. Dancing know. Queen. Yeah. Dude. It's, excuse me. Uh, it's funny because... Um, my sister had a Taylor Swift CD, her first mm-hmm. uh, debut album. Bro, like, I remember her playing it so much that I learned the songs. <laughs> Ooh, right? right. And then, Did you uh, hate yourself for knowing the lyrics? No, nah, because I'm a Taylor Swift fan now. Oh, my God. Yeah. We can't be friends. We can still be <laughs> business partners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, like, I, I like her old stuff, though. I like uh, before, like, her last two projects. Mm. I think the last album I liked of hers was, uh, what was it, 1989? I don't know. I'm not a fan. And then her Red album was pretty pretty good, and then her previous albums before that were pretty dope. Mm. Uh, and then my sister also had a Spi- the Spice Girls CD. Yo, Yo. Spice Girls are underrated. Bro, tell me what you want. Tell what you really, what you want. really want. <laughs> I want it. I want it. I want it. Sing it, sing it, that joint is if dope. you want to be my love. Oh, my God. I hate that Can song. And I hate my myself friends. for knowing that song. Why? That's a classic, bro. bro. It gets me in my feelings. Honestly, you should hate yourself for not, well, not you because you know it, but if you <laughs> didn't know that song, you should hate yourself. Dang. Nah, don't. Promoting self-hate. <laughs> don't hate yourself, bro. Dude, once it, once Please that don't hate yourself. sort of classic music, though, reaches a certain age, mm-hmm. it's like all the shame in knowing it previously mm-hmm. when it was like, 
hip or whatever or disappears disappears entirely yeah now you just have to now it's like an obligation Mm -hmm. to society like you want to be involved you gotta know the song you know know what's a oh go ahead have you ever done karaoke no dude dude, you need to go with us i would love to do karaoke (laughs) that stuff is so fun i have to get over that fear that like social anxiety right bro so so when we go do karaoke a lot of the people I go with have a, have that fear of getting on stage. I don't really care anymore. I mm-hmm. used to. It used to be a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. I I used to have the biggest stage fright in the world. Dang. But now I don't really care just because. A lot of times I tell myself, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, they don't matter to me. I'm a dude. Man. I mean, if I if I have people laughing at me, I would rather have them laughing at me mm-hmm. intentionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rather than like I accidentally do something and they're laughing at me. Yeah. That's how you feel embarrassed. So if I'm going to have people laughing at me, I'd rather make a fool out of myself on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like laughing at my joking about myself before somebody else does it. Um, and so at the karaoke joint that we go to, it's a UOB. We, um, I, the DJ, he lets me take both microphones to our table. Oh, really? So that you don't have to go on stage. Wow. That's yeah. cool. So let's consider it. Cause a lot of people, they go up to the, to the front and they sing, but I get up there and I always tell the DJ like, um, Hey, my friend doesn't want to come up and sing and let me take the microphones out to my table. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. So, and we're pretty much the only ones that do that, huh? Yeah. Everybody else just goes up to the front and sings. And like every time that he calls my name up and me and my friend's names up or whatever, he'll just start walking towards me and hand me the microphones. And I'll bring them back that's to awesome. the table. Just because a lot of people that go with me are kind of have that same social anxiety. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. kind of don't want to get up in front of people and sing and stuff. Yeah. But I'd, I'd kind of like make a fool out of myself or I sing the loudest just to like give people comfortable. Like, Hey, he's making a fool out of himself. Mm-hmm. Then people aren't going to really make a fool out of me. Because yeah. They're focusing more on him. Yeah. <laughs> that's considered, man. That's yeah. generous. Bro, it's, it's always a good time. But like, honestly, man, the concept I apply to like performing on stage like that, or even just like to life, bro, is like to not overthink the moment you start overthinking is like the moment you stop yourself from like being productive or having fun. And so like, I think like when you stop overthinking, you just stop caring about like all the little details that hold you back. It could be like the fear that's holding you back or like the doubts that are holding you back. You just need to like start like not being so fixated on like what other people think of you or what other people are going to say. Because like at the end of the day, like if you're just cool and if you're comfortable in your own skin, like it doesn't matter what anybody else has to say about you. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty good, man. Yeah, man, but uh, Bright Guy, I got a question for you. All right. I, I ask very <laughs> random questions. Like, I know people always, bro, are like, Carlos, you're so weird because, or CeeLo, damn, I call myself by my government name. I'm I'm slipping. Yo, we're going to have to cut this joint <laughs> out. We need to cut this out. <laughs> Stop. Hey, we'll, restart. We'll, 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 just, we'll just edit that part out. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, Bright Guy, I just want to yeah, ask yeah, you, man. Yeah. yeah, please. Have you ever been misunderstood? Yeah. Gosh, this is, a, this is such a big topic to cover. Oh, for sure. Being misunderstood is... Uh, sometimes it's like a how can i put it it's almost like a part of life uh like it's it's just a regular component of of my day on occasion Mm -hmm. you have so many interactions with people around you during the course of a day whether you're just like going to the store taking Mm -hmm. care of business going to work whatever there's so many interactions that you have with people on large and small scales that there's bound to be some sort of error or in communication no doubt um resulting in misunderstanding but yeah um i have some long deep relationships that I've been misunderstood in and I have some short uh, sort of shallow relationships mm-hmm. that I've been misunderstood in and, and, and they're all different but yeah man I mean you don't have to tell us any particular stories if you don't want to but like I mean if you want to that's cool but like if not like I think you mind trying to save can you no no, no but like, <laughs> do you, like, like if you don't want to share a story do you mind like yeah, yeah, sharing yeah. like what you learned from like being misunderstood yeah 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 okay that's a great way to go so I'll start with like the um the sort of like the long-term misunderstanding because this is relevant to some of the experiences that I've gone through right. recently. So, um, so recently I was like in the last couple of years, I was living with some friends of mine mm. and, um, we had certain agreements as far as like what the living situation sort of would be like, sort of mm. like how I'm going to hold up my end of the bargain and mm. how they're going to do theirs and how everybody's um, going to carry their own weight. Exactly. Yeah. What our positions were in the household, uh, what it meant to be there. And without going to, into too much detail about that, I ended up being in a position where I had misunderstood 
their intentions Mm. and they had misunderstood my intentions and it had left me very vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So I ended up being sort of stuck in my car for a couple of months, not wanting to make a big deal about it amongst our circle, the Mm -hmm. people that we knew or family. I felt kind of like I didn't have any other options at the time. And it was a really, really tough time for me. Yeah. This is probably one of the, like the toughest times of my life. And so my perspective on life was completely changing during this, this few months but um, going back to the uh, agreements, arrangements that we had, we had tried several times. Like we made a pretty good conscious effort during our time together to mm-hmm. uh, make sure that we weren't misunderstanding each other. But I just realized when I was looking back at it all, how even when we communicated on a, a pretty pretty thorough and a pretty deep level, like we would have these meetings, we'd sit down and talk about these mm-hmm. things and hash things out. Yeah. Even though we talked about stuff like that, it was still possible for us to misunderstand each other. Mm. Um, and it, at the end of the day, it just came down to like us being humans. You know, it's yeah. like human nature. Like we all have so many things that we want or need. Um, we have all these ideas and things that we want to say. And it's hard to make yourself heard. And it's hard to hear other people um, for all the things that they don't get to say. Mm-hmm. You know, all the stuff like, I'm sure there's some science about it, but I I suspect we only get a fraction of what we actually intend to communicate, mm-hmm. you know, across yeah. the table, so to speak. So yeah, that was a, that was pretty interesting. It totally changed my perception of relationships. In a good way or a bad way? I think most people would call, that I know at least, mm-hmm. would call it a bad way because it it is seemingly more negative mm-hmm. than my previous outlook on relationships. I used to yeah. be very like, man, we can like work this out. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. Let's sit down. We can work mm-hmm. this out. Anything is possible if you just put your mind to it. Yeah, I still believe that's true mm-hmm. to a degree, but it was a real harsh reality for me just seeing that like even as much as people want to do that, we still have to deal with ourselves. Yeah. And so a lot of what I saw when I was alone was myself. And I saw how like I was viewing people and uh, just seeing um, how sort of estranged my own perspective had become Mm -hmm. due to the circumstances. Um, And it was just kind of shocking to me. I was like, wow, I didn't realize I was capable of changing my thought pattern and Mm -hmm. my um, sort of view on life and on people this much in such a short period of Mm -hmm. time. That's not a not something I ever thought I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes like your thoughts kind of like go in a certain direction and it's not really in your control. Like sometimes subconsciously you have thoughts that aren't like on your mind, but like in the back of your head, you're like, you're taking life for what it is and you're like dealing with it in your own way. And sometimes like, I don't know, it's just easy to like feel a certain type of way when like you try to communicate with people and it feels like you're not being heard and it just feels like this big old miscommunication. So it's very easy for like the party to just feel like, Mm-hmm. frustrated or mad at each other or just you know feeling like you're misunderstood is just not a good place to be in yeah definitely yeah, well, i think i think a lot of a lot of that has to do with a uh, whatever emotion you're feeling at that specific moment clouds your judgment yeah no um, doubt because yeah. a lot of people when when you're in when you get put in a situation like that the person you're discussing whatever the situation mm-hmm. may be with <clears throat> um let's say they're feeling anger Anger is one of the like strongest emotions that really clouds your judgment. So mm-hmm. regardless of the if the other person sounds very, if they're making sense, it doesn't make sense to you because you don't want it to. Yeah. Because you just want it, you want it to not make sense so bad just mm-hmm. so that you could be right or so that you could prove your point better or whatever. So, so I think a lot of being misunderstood is that a lot of people think that they have things figured out. Yeah. A lot of people mm-hmm. feel like, the the things that they know or the things that they uh they have encountered is 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 all they know mm-hmm. and that's what it is to them so when something new comes upon it's like no that can't be it because that's not what i know yeah <clears throat> i would say that that is very true as far as like what i experienced and sort of the clash of worlds that happened uh in, in my living situation a lot of that i think is like sort of out of our control and we can we can give with practice it it can be in our control. Yeah, but yeah. Which part but, of it is out but, of control? But it's it's both parties have to be uh, practicing it because I mean it's a it's a two way street. Definitely, yeah. yeah so no. which is why it's very more likely to be out of our control. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially sure, when it sure. comes to like you can't control how people yeah like treat you or how people communicate or how people feel. So it's like mm-hmm. I mean you can control how you feel to an extent, but I I I, I can like. 
I can feel if someone were to like be like, well, someone like didn't treat me right, and therefore like I felt like this type of way because like it's easy to feel like mad or frustrated when you're like, like I said, not being heard correctly or understood correctly. Yeah, which mm-hmm. no doubt. Um, did you feel that way? I definitely did. Yeah, and and part of like the what I was referring to as far as being out of our control is um in specifics the uh the environment that the opposite person mm-hmm. or whatever other party has experienced. We have no control over what somebody else experienced in their life. You know, the challenges that they've been through, maybe trauma. Yeah. Um, the things that they enjoy, uh, that they give attention or value to. We have no control over those things. Mm-hmm. And that's the difficult part of being understood is that we tend to make judgments and, and evaluations of people or of our relationships or conversations based on a context. And we don't always see like the same context mm. for that circumstance or yeah. that, that yeah. conversation or whatever and so um i think being deliberate about your conversations with people like setting up the context is a great tool mm-hmm. it's a very effective tool but it's still not perfect it's still susceptible to just the complexity of our minds and everything yeah have you guys ever been misunderstood in like the sense where it's like let's say you're like a person who believes in being creative and like People are like, you should be more practical. You should go to school. Or you should, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just kind of almost <laughs> downplay your whole, like, dream. It's like you had this dream that made you feel so alive. They saw your excitement. They're like, yeah, but you should be more practical. You should be more realistic. Have you guys ever had something like that? Yeah, all the time. All the time? As as messed up as it's going to sound, I think a part of that is just people don't want you to do what they didn't do. Mm-hmm. Because everybody regardless of how how creative they are or how less creative they are Mm -hmm. everybody's creative in a a certain way yeah i believe that but i believe that a lot of people were are afraid of taking that leap Mm -hmm. because people want to be reassured that everything's going to work out Mm -hmm. people don't want to have to go through struggles and i've talked to musician artists and stuff before Mm -hmm. uh i have friends that are that are artists that are like trying to become artists and stuff and what you see on like the TV screen is for the most part when you're starting off is not how it is. Mm. It's, I mean, you see all these gold chains, you see all this money, yeah. you see all these flashy cars. All that a lot of stuff. that stuff is rented. Yeah. People rent Roy, right. Rolls Royces to show up to one event mm-hmm. and they don't own it. Yeah. People rent out jewelry and stuff just to like for an event. But a lot of artists are like, they're starving artists. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like struggle and stuff and it's crazy. And I, I feel like a lot of people are afraid of taking that leap. So when mm-hmm. when they encounter, but they want to, yeah, because they want to do but something. They're that so they, scared to actually like do it. Yeah, because they want to do something they enjoy. They just are afraid it's not going to work out. Yeah. And so I feel like when somebody else has the the what do you call it the drive when somebody else has mm-hmm. the drive to actually do it. Yeah. Other people are like, eh, it's it might not work out. They kind of give mm-hmm. like nobody ever says like, well, I mean, not nobody, but majority of people are always just like oh what if it doesn't work out Mm -hmm. but it's like what if it does exactly Mm -hmm. my biggest thing is like it's not like a matter of like if it's gonna work out or not it's like am i gonna regret not trying yeah Mm -hmm. that's like my biggest fear and i think that's what holds people to misunderstand you in Mm -hmm. that sense is because they regret not trying yeah and they don't want to be the only ones that regret not trying Mm -hmm. so they want they kind of like it's kind of like a a lot of people don't want anybody else to win if they're not winning as well. I feel like, too, like, people want to see you doing good, but they don't want to see you doing better than them. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds weird. <laughs> like, it sucks, dude. It sucks because, I mean, it, it should really be just everybody should be lifting it. If we all lifted each other up and helped each other as much as we sh- we should, mm-hmm. everybody would be winning, bro. For sure. Everybody For would. For sure. But it's just some people don't want other people doing better than them. And it's yeah. like... Yeah, well, maybe they have to do better for themselves so that you can do better for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you need that motivation or whatever. But but people always want to be first. They don't want to be on top with everybody else. They just want to be on the very top. Yeah. It's, it's a very, like, dog-eat world. I mean, dog-eat-dog type of mentality Yeah, that we're kind of living in. Like, everyone wants to, like, kill each other to get to the top. But, like, when you, like, see people who, like, want to see not only themselves, but, like, people around them winning, those are the type of people that, like, are going to be really successful. Yeah. And that's why lately I've been a, uh, I don't know if you've seen my like tweets on Twitter or something. I've seen some. 
But like lately, dude, I'm huge on supporting your friends. Mm-hmm. Just because, not to say that I that I don't have support from my friends. Yeah. But people need support from their friends. It's mm-hmm. like support your friends, support their dreams, support their ideas. I mean, unless it's not a good idea. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. unless it's gonna get them right. hurt or put them in a situation. Yeah, if it's self-destructive, that's like don't support that. Yeah, it, if it's like a, a bad idea or like a bad decision or something, mm-hmm. then don't support it. But if it's something that might be able to benefit them, even if it doesn't benefit you, just support them. Support local businesses because local businesses feed families. Yeah. I mean, the CEO of Walmart is going to eat regardless of whether you shop there or not because <laughs> there's going to be a million of other people that are going to shop there. And so it's like support your local businesses, support your friends. When when your friends are selling T-shirts, buy their T-shirts. Don't be... Oh, hey, let me get a homie hookup, bro. Let me get that shirt for free because I'm the homie. It's mm-hmm. like, nah, bro. Like, you're trying to support your friends. Buy that T-shirt. Yeah. Like, if anything, buy that T-shirt and then give them some more. Like, when I go get a haircut, mm-hmm. I give my barber a good tip just because she's wake, she's woken up early for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. She stays later for me sometimes. Uh, she always lets me know when she's going to be out of town and tells me like, Hey, if I'm going to be out of town this week, if you want to get a haircut within that time, I mm-hmm. suggest doing it before or with the day I get back or something. Yeah. And so when I go get a haircut, I get a, I get, I get my haircut and then I get, um, my eyebrows waxed for mm-hmm. like 35 bucks. And so, but I always end up shooting her like 45, 50 bucks just because, yeah. I mean, that's tight. Throughout the times that I've been getting my haircut, she's kind of become more of a friend. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, I'm just gonna shoot you an extra tip just because I know I know the work you're putting in, into your craft. Yeah. And so, supporting your friends has been a huge thing for me lately, Doug. Because like, and and I want, I hope to. In, I mean, I've seen more people encourage their friends mm-hmm. lately. I'm not gonna say I'm the reason, but I hope that I do inspire more and more people to support their friends because. It's underrated, bro. No, I was, about, I, was, I was just about to say that it's underrated to support your friends. A lot of people don't support their friends as yeah. much as they should. I mean, you could just say like, oh, yeah, I support my friends. Yeah, dude, do it. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. But like, let's say your friend is, let's say your friend's a music, uh, an artist mm-hmm. releasing music. It's one thing to say, yeah, I support you, bro. That's cool. That song was dope. I listened to it. It was tight. Yeah. But it's also another thing to like, hey, dude, I'm going to share your song on my all my social media. I'm going to go on Instagram. I'll post it on there. I'll go mm-hmm. on Facebook. I'll post it on there. I'll go on Twitter. I'll post it on there. I'll go on Snapchat. I'll post it on there. That's a different kind of support. Yeah. And it's also a different kind of support when like if let's say they're, they're uh, like if they're if they have like a merchandise or something, mm-hmm. they're selling merch. It's a different kind of support when you actually buy their merch rather than just saying like, Hey, bro, like, let me get one of them T-shirts, dog. Like, that way I'll wear it around and support it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you could wear the shirt around and support it and get it for free and stuff. But, like, why not buy it and then wear it around yeah. to also support your friends? Like, there's 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 a lot of different of supports. And I'm not saying you have to do all that, but it's, like. It's nice. It's, it's nice it's, that you would do something I mean, like that. Your friends shouldn't have to ask you to support them. Yeah. You shouldn't have to ask your friends to support your, to support you. Yeah. I mean, they should just be on it. Like, the second you drop that song, it's like, they shouldn't even have to say, hey, go share this on your social mm-hmm. media. You should just already be on it. Like, yo, I'm going to share that on everything. I don't care if you want me to or not. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Because I want you to be heard. I want, Especially I want if people it's to heat. Know. Yeah. Bro, don't be selfish with that heat. <laughs> and it's underrated, bro. I think a lot of people should uh, support their friends a lot more than, yeah. than they think that they do. That's awesome, man. Just a minute ago, you made a, a comment on, like, if only everybody in the world was like able to have this mentality of like lifting each other up. Yeah. Right. Like how much better things would be. Yeah. Things would go so much smoother when it comes to like misunderstanding. Um, like when we say misunderstanding, usually it's from like the eye perspective. Yeah. It's like, I've been misunderstood or maybe sometimes like I'm misunderstood, understanding somebody else. Mm-hmm. But, um, support is kind of like the opposite of that. Yeah. In a way. So like supporting, um, supporting your friends is awesome. That's a really, it's clearly an awesome thing to do. Like anybody can look at that and be like, yeah, that's what I want to be. Like I want to be somebody who's helping people out and stuff. Yeah. When we think of like relationships with people that we don't know, um, I think that's something that we can incorporate into our, like the rest of our relationships too. Yeah, definitely. And And it doesn't have to, it's not like supporting them necessarily physically um in some of the same ways but supporting them in the conversation and in the relationship yeah. like there's so many ways that we can say things or 
uh, conduct ourselves that are supportive in a conversation that lead to greater clarity and eliminating misunderstanding and miscommunication. And that's something that, honestly, um, as far as I can tell, it takes a long time to develop that. And it's very, like, purposeful. It's not something that necessarily comes naturally to us, but um, maybe, maybe to some people it does, but but it's something that you have to keep an eye out for. And like, for me, especially like I got to remind myself uh, a lot and I've been trying to do this more often at home. Like, what? Just, uh, damn bro. Let him get to I'm it. Eager. <laughs> I'm eager. You sounded very powerful. And I was like, I, I can't wait. Yeah. Straight in the wait. middle of what, what? I appreciate that. What? No, like it, I, didn't, I didn't mean to come off rude, bro. I was just, I was like really into it. Like I was just like, <laughs> I just That's need to know. Man. I guess he, he, I was engaged. gotta build up the suspense, bro. It was killing me. The suspense was killing me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right, continue. I, I shut no, up. No, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. I appreciate that. No, just like um, being more minded to how I present myself to somebody, not for the sake of preserving my image, mm-hmm. but for the sake of supporting that person. Yeah. Mm. So, um, like this is it's really common with me to um, kind of cool down in my relationships that are like longer relationships or mm-hmm. people that I see more often, I get less excited to see them on a regular basis. And mm-hmm. then after a while, it's kind of just like, yo, like I see you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I just yeah. want, it's like an everyday thing. Piece. Right. Yeah. But those, um, and on another hand, you can look at that as an opportunity to be regularly supportive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I think like in, in teams or, uh, families that are successful, regular support is a critical component and like a um a consistent component across all those things they're they're in the habit of being supportive on a regular basis mm-hmm. so like every conversation every interaction that you have with with this person or or with whoever there's uh a decision that is made that I'm going to support this person with my words um for the sake of greater like clarity and effectiveness mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah. and, and uh i need to do a better job of that i know yeah even just like today like uh the people i live with right now like i saw them for a little bit mm. and then uh then i left <laughs> and then i was like did you say anything not like a little bit you yeah. know it's so, like one of them i was like yeah. hey how you doing but um i mean they were having like a little little bit of like a tiff so i didn't mm. want to get into it yeah. so much but um but if you let that kind of stuff get in the way that like it really hinders the the potential for a constructive and, and a beneficial relationship and then you also at least in my experience i also misunderstand those people mm. when i start to seclude myself and and i i stop thinking about like the impact that i have in a in a relationship mm-hmm. I start to misunderstand those people and I forget that they're like good people too yeah, and that yeah, they're yeah. struggling too, you know, that like they just need help like I do. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to like put that back in my mindset. It's like, like you know, to I have like an impact. Think like they would think and like kind of have a different perspective, not just such a one dimensional. Yeah. Me, me, me type of perspective. Like try to think about what they might be going through. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that's just basic, um, consideration, you know, yeah. courtesy, um, but it's so often lost. Mm. So easy to lose it. Yeah, for sure. Back to the support thing real quick. Ting? I didn't mean to say ting. Yeah, you support did. ting. Back to the support ting. No, I just want to say, bro, even if like <laughs> nobody supports you, keep doing you. Yeah, like no eventually doubt. somebody will support you. You got to support yourself too. Seriously. You got to be yeah. like your own biggest fan. Like I know it's hard out here. Like, you know, as, as it's humans. It's hard out here for a pimp. Y'all, <laughs> even a player. Now, but for real, like, if you're, like, grinding and, like, trying to be, like, an entrepreneur, you're trying to be a creative yeah. person, like, it is so easy to be, like, dude, I put in so many hours to this project and, like, no one's liking it. I should just give up. No, like, you should keep pushing. You should keep going because if if you keep sticking with the craft, you're going to get better over time. And, like, nine times out of ten, if, like, you just love something and you put your heart into it, eventually people will notice. Maybe not right away. But life isn't a life isn't a sprint; it's a marathon. So, like, man, patience is something that like we all need to work on. Like, I need to work on patience. But like, patience is a virtue, man. And like, if you just like are a little patient with something, like, I, I know it's easy. Like, as like a twenty year old to be like, "Yo, I don't have like a million dollars in my bank account. I'm not successful." 
or to like compare yourself to people who are successful and like just look at your life and, and think that you're not successful because you're not in a certain place yet. Life is short. I mean, life is short, but it's also long. Like, you know, people mm-hmm. die young every day, but people also live a long life. And like, if you're thinking in terms of like longevity, like you have people like Gary Vaynerchuk who didn't even become successful until like 30 something. And people like Jay-Z who didn't become successful until like what is late, like 20s. Right when he dropped his debut album, I believe so. But like, like there's never like there's not this time frame where you have to be successful or mm-hmm. quote unquote successful by like twenty like five or something. Like people have a lot of unrealistic expectations, but man, people just got to be patient, really. Yeah, and going, you actually mentioned something uh, about uh like if people don't like your music mm-hmm. right away and stuff, bro. That dude, going back to that, even just to support and lift up strangers. Yeah. Because you know how many times I go to concerts and the opening acts, everybody's just standing there. Mm. Like this person's giving you their heart and Mm -hmm. all their energy on the stage and everybody's just standing there like, yo, we don't know who you are. We don't care about you. We just want to see the person (laughs) you came to see. Yeah. And it's like, nah, bro, like this, this person's supposed to get you warmed up. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to build your energy up. That way when the main act comes out, you're already there. Mm -hmm. And that's why like every concert I go to, even the opening acts, bro, I go crazy. I go wild. <clears throat> and it sucks because a lot of people, they, they kind of don't like to give their time of day to people they don't know. Yeah. And that's why a lot of artists struggle until they get that one hit mm-hmm. that really just everybody loves. Like that Old Town Road. Yeah. And like, because I go to a <laughs> lot of concerts and stuff and... yeah. And it like it bums me out because there's there's like the opener on stage and mm. everybody's just standing there. I'll be going crazy and I'm going crazy and everybody's looking at me like, "What is this dude doing, bro?" And I just I don't really care. I'm just like, "Yo, I'm, this music is actually good. Like yeah. I don't know it, but it sounds good. Mm. I'm just gonna go crazy." And then and then the artists will eventually notice me and because I'm the only one in the crowd going crazy. Yeah. They'll be like, "Yo, I fuck with you." Or like, "Hey, I appreciate this guy right here. Like the support." <laughs> They'll come down, give me a handshake. They'll give me free merch, free T-shirt, signed or whatever. And I'm like, "Yo, this is dope." And then after mm-hmm. that happens, then everybody else is like, "Oh yeah, go." Yeah. And it's like, "Nah, <laughs> bro, y'all, you. y'all just trying to get some free merch. Yeah. Y'all just trying to get this person to come down here and say what's up, like to make you feel important." It's like, bro, y'all weren't cheering from the get. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, and it's not to say that I'm better than anybody. It's just, I just wish that people would support and uplift everybody, even if they didn't know them. Cause Dude. it goes a long way, bro. Like when somebody, cause I mean, getting support from your friends is mm-hmm. one thing, but getting support from a, a complete stranger, like it's a different thing. Cause it's like, yo, you actually took time out of your day to give me appreciation and you don't even know who I am. That makes me feel good when a stranger like comes mm-hmm. up to me and gives me a compliment. Yeah. And, uh, complimenting strangers is a big thing. Like if I if I see uh, somebody wearing a t shirt or something like a, a, a band or something yeah. Sublime or Mike Metallica or something I'll go up and I'll be like yo dude that's a dope t shirt and it's like an old raggedy ripped up t shirt yeah. and I'm like yo that shirt is dope and they'll be like oh oh thanks dude like they get super excited mm-hmm. and then we start talking about like Metallica or we start talking about whatever band they're yeah. wearing or even if it's like a uh, superhero or something I'll, mm-hmm. oh dude that's a sick shirt I love the Flash or like <laughs> just anything bro yeah. people get super stoked about it. And they start talking about it because, I mean, obviously they're wearing that T-shirt for a reason because they're they're into that Mm -hmm. stuff. So when somebody appreciates it as well as they do, they get super excited. So and that little excitement is is just something that everybody else, everybody kind of needs every now and then just to, like, remind them, like, yo, not everybody's looking at me like I'm a weirdo because I'm wearing a flash shirt. (laughs) (laughs) So but I mean, people people got to be supporting and lifting up your friends, your family and people you don't even know. I just think everybody should just. We really got to stop with the knocking people down. We yeah. really got to stop. That's weak. With the, with knocking people shit. down. We really got to stop with all that. Join B. This bring, brings up a, a difficult question. What? One that I struggle with to like reconciling. So I'm curious to see what you guys have to say about this. But when you're faced with a situation where like you are supporting someone. Uh, maybe short term, maybe long term, but they don't support you back. Yeah. Mm. How do you handle that? What do you do? Uh, so, th- so the this is kind of very similar to the respect thing. You know how people always say like, if you want my respect, you have to give me yours. Yeah. I think that mentality is childish, because let's say there's two parties, and both of those parties have that same mentality. 
this guy on the left is mm-hmm. saying, if you don't give me your respect, then you won't get mine. This person on the right is saying, well, if you don't give me yours, then I'm not going to give you mine. You eventually get to a point to where neither of these guys are giving each other respect, so then they're not getting any respect. Mm-hmm. I mean, then you're going to go nowhere. I think right. that mentality is childish. Regardless of whether you think you're better than somebody or somebody else or whatever, you should respect everybody until they lose that respect. Dude, that's how I feel. <clears throat> like, for like. I have respect, not for every single person, but for the majority of people. Like, I have respect for them. Yeah. Until they, like, blatantly disrespect me. And then I'm like, okay. Yeah, I don't mean, let me I don't mean respect, respecting, like, child rapists. No, 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 like no. That. I know that. I just I mean, mean, like, just people in general. Like, I wasn't you, thinking that extreme. That's that's what I thought you meant when you said <laughs> No, no, I guess, because, you know, like, like, people could be, like, very, like, up at you. Like, people could think that they're better than you because, like, they have more money than you or they think that they're smarter than you for whatever reason. And so they think they're above you. But but I'm talking about first meeting somebody. Oh, okay. So because like first you, cause, yeah, because when you first meet somebody, people don't like to give people respect off the bat mm. because oh, they're okay. like, you have to earn my respect. Right. And it's like, well, what? <laughs> like, So it doesn't make sense. I think that's childish when somebody's like, you're not going to give my respect until you give me yours. Because mm. when know. two parties look at it like that, it's like nobody's going to give anybody respect. And the same thing with the, with the support. Uh, you can't... If, if one person... If you're not going to support your friend because they're not supporting you, then neither of you are going to support each other. And I'm not saying to support somebody so that you can get support back. It's just do your part. Mm -hmm. Do your part and hope that people do theirs. If they don't, that's their problem. Let them worry about it. Don't stop being you because of somebody else. Don't stop being a good person because of bad people. Just, I mean, if you're if you're if you're genuinely a good person, you're gonna continue doing good things, regardless of whether people are shitty or not. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's my take on that. Mm. This is a big gray area. For wait, a lot I want to answer. Yeah, yeah please, answer. please. I was like, wait, I have something to say. <laughs> so your question was, um, oh yeah, how do you deal with basically people not reciprocating, like mm-hmm. your support, the for energy, example, yeah, and respect is the same way too. Yeah. Um, for me, I feel like the biggest thing that has helped me for my life is. Basically not expecting anything from anybody. Yeah. And so, like Alex was saying, like, if you're going to be a good person, if you're going to do good things out of the kindness of your heart, don't be like, oh, I did this good thing for you. And you now you have back. to do something good for me. No, yeah. no, no. That's not how it works. You just do good things because you're a good person and you expect nothing in return. Yeah. That's what good people do. People who, like, expect you to reciprocate how they feel. Like, if, if, if all right, let's say, let me give an example so I'm not so vague. Let's say, like... I'm chilling with Alex and I buy him food. It's like next time we hang out, I don't expect him to buy me food. It's like, yo, I bought you food. You're eating. Like vice versa. Like we shouldn't expect each other to like return the favor. It's just something that we do but because I'm we got love to for each just, other. Yeah, I'm going to buy him food regardless. Right. I mean, I've spotted him before and he didn't yeah. even ask me to spot him. I just said, hey, don't worry about it, bro. I got you. I was like, I didn't expect him to get me back. <laughs> I didn't expect him to get me back. I mean, not that I didn't expect him because he's a good guy. I expect. Right, I mean, I'm right. sure he's gonna yeah. give me back, but I wasn't like, if you don't give me back, I'm, I'm fuck you, dog. Like you're a fake <laughs> friend. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's just like I, what? So, so <laughs> that then don't we, make sense. Then we went out to eat again. I pulled out my wallet because I wasn't expecting him to pay for me. But he said, "Don't worry about it, bro. You, I got you. Got me last time. I got you this time." Big mistake. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm used to paying. I'm used to paying. For no, no, two no. People. Just check it out. Because like the first time, <laughs> the first time. Uh, we went out to eat. Well, not the first time, but like like the first time of these like two situations, we went to In and Out, yeah. and he paid for me. And I was like, oh sweet, you know, In and Out's pretty cheap. It's not too expensive. So I was like, cool. And then we we go to this local restaurant, and I look at the bill, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I still got it, but like, ouch. But like he said, right. like he has a he has a he has a lady, right? So I'm, he's I'm used, used to paying, paying for, the for bill. two people. Yeah. I'm used to the bill that I'm be, not to being that high. I'm and not. So I was like, yeah, ooh, I feel it, man. This is a lot. Yeah. And, like, I usually pay for myself, too. I usually, like, eat by myself. So I'm just like, oh, that's that's a lot of monies, but I got this. It's, it's no biggie. <laughs> but uh, but back to what we were talking about anyways. Um, I, yeah, he I, I bought him food without expecting him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he didn't buy me food just because I bought right. him food. And just that's that's the reason why a lot of people are so messed up, I believe, is because they worry too much about everybody else. And when you say worry, you mean worry about their well-being or about no, what they're going to give back? Uh, in general, just like um, 
they're too involved in other people's business rather mm-hmm. than their own. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and that's what I, that's where I went back. That's where I'm going back to where I said, uh, as long as you do your part, mm-hmm. that's all that should matter. Yeah. It shouldn't matter if somebody else didn't do their part. That's their problem. As long as you're doing your part and you know that you're doing it out of the kindness of your heart, then you're good. It shouldn't matter if somebody appreciates it or not. I mean, to a lot of people, it does matter. Um, but it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is a lot of people are too focused on everybody else's actions and businesses rather than their own. And so they become so focused on their their stuff that they forget about their own stuff. And then it kind of changes them and they lose themselves along the way. Mm. Guilty. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean we, being we, honest. we've all been guilty of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm still guilty of that sometimes. We're not. None of us are perfect. But I think it should happen less mm-hmm. than it does. Because a lot of people are always saying, like, uh, I wish I had a friend like you or I wish I had a boyfriend like you or I wish I had a girlfriend like you or something like that. And it's like, well, instead of having a friend like that, why don't you just be that friend for other people? Yeah, be the change that you want to see. So Mm -hmm. and that kind of goes back to what I was just saying right now. It's like instead of worrying about having somebody be there for you like that, why don't Mm -hmm. you be there for other people like that? Because, I mean, if you want something like that, Who's to say everybody else wants something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's my perspective. I I, I don't really, I don't worry too much about other people. I kind of just I'm working on myself more than how everybody else is. And then For I sure. hope I hope that from that I can inspire other people or motivate other people to kind of work on themselves more than what they expect from others. Mm. You had another question, Brian, that you're gonna say, or maybe a. Yeah, I was thinking about um, what you guys are both saying about like um, being the person that you want to be and continuing along that habit, like even if people don't give back to you. Mm -hmm. And it was just reminding me of, uh, I think last time we talked, you guys got me on the track of emotional equity. Mm. Yeah. And so that hit me again. (laughs) I remember that conversation. Yeah. So um, emotional equity being like the value that you have, a tangible value to the emotional capability that you have that you invest or give to other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, when you support people, you kind of give them a little bit of that emotional equity. And when you get hurt, I guess in a way you could say that you've lost some emotional equity. Yeah. And um, so at the end of this road of, of the question, like what happens when you support people too much without yeah. getting reciprocation? Um, Oh, I lost my train. No, I know what you're going to say, though. <laughs> yeah. I know what you were trying what? to say. It's uh, when supporting somebody so much, how do you know when to stop? Or, yeah. or kind of something along those lines. Right, right, right. So the quest for like the healthy boundary between helping too much and, and not and helping. Not helping. Yeah. So um, just a quick like segue back into uh, my recent experience. So if anybody who's listening to this knows me, I spent a lot of my like younger years i guess like younger adult years trying to be like a just a good person in general yeah um i wasn't always a good friend and uh you were to it, me. thanks man you too <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all we're kind of like learning these things right like as we yeah. go so it's not like a blame game or anything like yeah, that yeah, but just everybody like everybody learns yeah like looking back I was like, man, i had some serious shortcomings yeah but i i a real big part of my being um my validation to myself for my existence was mm-hmm. like how much I was able to help other people. Yeah. And um, I was thinking about this earlier. It's kind of just interesting. Like, I think part of it was because I didn't have a lot of money growing up. Mm-hmm. So, like, in order to be, um, in order to feel like I was participating in lieu of not having money to say, like, go out and get lunch with a bunch of people, I had to do something instead. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and that's fine. And it's just it's interesting how that developed over the years into what I am now. Yeah. And, which is, like, a lot of my... Uh, again, my existence is validated by how much I help people. So mm-hmm. if I do a lot for somebody, I invest a lot of emotional equity, which is what, what happened to me recently <laughs> is I invested too much emotional equity and I didn't invest it in the correct ways. And when I lost it, I was really hurt by it. Yeah. And so I was hurt too much. I had gone too far. And so both you guys uh, just a minute ago were talking about like, being the person you want to be and continuing to do good things regardless of if other people, well, when I came out 
of this situation, I was so hurt that that thought was not a possibility to me. Yeah. I had entered this state of mind where, um, we've been there before. Yeah. Yeah. We've it's just, been there. it's hurt, right? Yeah. Pain just, and I'm like we said earlier, you're just, the emotion you're feeling clouds your judgment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I wanted to kind of just tie that back into like supporting yourself. So do you have something to say? Or you want me to no, I'm just listening. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when I go, when I go into supporting somebody, uh-huh. I go into it without expecting somebody to support me back. Right. Therefore, all the emotional equity, support equity, I guess, what mm-hmm. you would call it, whatever, um, everything that I'm putting into it is because it's my choice, mm-hmm. not because I expect, expect, expect something in return. And I feel like if you're going to do something like that, you have to go into it knowing that you're going to be putting your effort into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that that works with relationships. That works with friendships, with family, everything. Um, you can't expect everybody to be the same way that you are, because everybody was raised differently. Everybody went through different things, and sometimes it gets tiring. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes it gets tiring. Sometimes it's. I always ask everybody how how their day how their day, day's been or whatever. Randomly, I'll text a bunch of my friends and be like, "Hey, how's life treating you?" And very not so often do I get that text back. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll let it get to me, and I'll be like, "Damn, bro! Like I'm usually the one that asks all my friends, like, how's life treating you? You good? Mm-hmm. Everything's cool? Life's good?" And not really many people hit me, but hit me up about it. Mm-hmm. And I let it get to me for a while, but then I kind of come back to my senses and remind myself, like, yo, I'm the one that reaches out to them. And that's, yeah. that's my doing. I I mean, I'm not doing it to have them check back up on me. I'm doing it because I am I really want my friends to be good all the time. Yeah. And even when they're not good, I want to be there with them when they're not good. So because it's impossible for somebody to always be good all the time. So, but, but when they're not good, I would like to be there for them or with Mm -hmm. them when they're not good to let them know like they're not alone. And it's a, I, you got to kind of go into it knowing that without expecting anything, because if you're expecting something in return, then that's where it kind of takes a toll on you. Mm -hmm. And going back to what you were saying, like you didn't have a lot of money growing up and stuff. So it was hard for you to kind of be there for people or do things for people or whatever. One thing I like to, I like to tell myself. Figure out what you have a lot of mm-hmm. and spread that within your circle or within people around you. And it, 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 if it's mo- if you have a lot of money, spread spread money. I mean, help those that are less fortunate. I mean, if somebody's struggling with bills or something, help somebody out if they're important to you. I mean, you don't have to. But if there's uh, somebody that can't afford a turkey for Thanksgiving and you have more than enough money to buy multiple turkeys, just say buy someone a turkey. Uh, but it doesn't have to be buying things. Mm-hmm. I mean, like how I said, I love to support my friends. That equity I have in supporting people is something that I have a lot of. Mm-hmm. And I don't expect any of it in return. So that's something that I can give out to all my friends. I can support everybody around me. And uh, and same thing with, um, with, uh, with humor. I mean, I would like to think that I'm funny because I laugh at a lot of shit that I say. <laughs> <laughs> Some people might just think it's annoying, but... I mean, I have a ton of jokes. I, I'm a, I think, I think quickly on my feet. So like, yeah, I'm very witty. So if somebody says something, I can come up with a response immediately or like Mm -hmm. I can come Mm -hmm. up with a joke right off the bat. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like the opposite. So like, I I would think of like the best comebacks when I'm like, I'm driving home (laughs) and it's too late to respond. Yo, it's like the worst. I'm like, yo, I should have said this. Oh, why didn't I think of that before? I'm so mad. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just had to to say that. Shower thought, (laughs) man. Yo, seriously. That's how a lot of people are, bro. But I I could think of things right off the bat. So that's something, I mean, humor is something that I could provide for a lot of people. Right, right. and if you if you have something that you have more of than the people around you, take that and spread it within your circle or with the people around you. Even mm-hmm. if that's like Absolutely. love, spread yeah. that shit. If it's love, if it's support, if it's money, if it's yeah. uh, Nutella, man. whatever. If you got a lot of groceries or something, go help somebody. <laughs> I mean, whatever yeah, it is. Because, yeah, I mean, just the other day we were leaving the movie theater and it was super dope because this was the first time... Uh, a homeless person has approached me like this way. Mm-hmm. Most people are just like, "Hey, do you got money?" Yeah. Or do you got whatever? And and so like I I was walking out the movie theater with my lady and this dude approached me and he goes, he didn't ask for money. 
Well, he did, but he didn't ask for like uh, just as much as you can give me. Mm-hmm. He just said, he said, hey, man, I'm really sorry to have to ask you this, but uh, do you have like a dollar fifty so I can go down to the liquor store and buy myself a water? And I was just like, it's for water? And he was like, yeah, dude, I promise. He was like, I don't have no money on me and I just need a dollar fifty just to buy some water. And I was like, all right, bro, I got you. Like, here's here's a here's I only have a dollar. I was like, here's a dollar if you could scrape up the other fifty cents. Uh, as far as cash, that's what that's all I had. Mm-hmm. I was like, I only have a dollar in cash. I was like, here's what here you go. And he's like, bro, you have no idea how much this helps me. He's like, I'm I'm so thirsty. Mm-hmm. He was like, I really appreciate. It. He's like, I promise this is not gonna go towards anything else. He's like, if you want to go with me to the liquor store, he's like, I promise you, I'm buying a water. Damn. And I was just like, nah, I believe you, bro. Like, it's all good. And regardless of whether he did buy the water or not it was that dollar i would have probably spent it on something dumb on some candy or some fast food yeah even though i'm not hungry i was just bored and so but i mean i gave him a dollar mm-hmm. and if you if you whatever you have more of a than other people just spread that around regardless yeah. of what it is no doubt that's awesome if if i may like if anybody's is like me, sometimes I get a little too caught up in like the logistics of things. Yeah. I tend to be a more like mechanical minded. So I get in trouble a lot for not uh, <laughs> considering, you know, like, you know, like relational yeah. things, emotional yeah. things. Oh, and okay, okay. And especially with like those longer term, like yeah. family relationships, right? Like yeah. I can just be about the numbers. Like, did you do this or didn't you, you know, like cause and reaction mm. sort of thing. Yeah. And, so you're more so of like a, like a logical thinker. Yeah. 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 And, and sometimes to a, great fault mm. um and that's not that's not bad in in that like people who also think that way or other people who think that way have a problem it's not a problem how we think or how we're built to think because like like you're saying alex like everybody has something different that they contribute that's one thing that can or one way that somebody like me can contribute to this environment or society or whatever because we all have different ways of thinking that makes us better at doing certain things right yeah and that's fine that's awesome and uh i just want to throw out that like supporting ourselves consists of supporting other people yeah because um if we look at the end of our road we are so heavily affected by the environment around us and even if we're really strong and we're able to continue to serve other people or support other people and not get a lot back, um, we're always, in my opinion, better off if we are getting support. Yeah. There's just a better us that we can be. So if we think about like where we want to be in like the end environment, that means other people are at their best. And if I want other people to be at their best, well, I have to do my part in supporting them too. Yeah. And so I, I just, you know, from like a logistical <laughs> perspective, I guess it's like, hey, like a healthy economy of relationships consists of people giving their like emotional assets yeah and like uh, as a regular thing and like just contributing all that and it makes a really healthy functioning society yeah group of people but that that means um supporting yourself sorry that was one thing i didn't get to very well is like you have to support yourself yeah 100 percent. and if you ever if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're not supported enough knowing how to support yourself is going to be what makes the difference between yes you know your success or whatever at that time so learn how to support yourself learn who you want to be and ingrain that in yourself as this you know sort of a lifeline for you when when the water gets murky when you can't see or swim anymore you got to know where you're going still yeah because when you have those like emotions that blind you like anger and sorrow and stuff like that um you don't, you can't see where you're going anymore. So you're just relying on what you can feel or what you know or, or remember to be there. So it's like, it's almost like a practice thing. Like I, I'm starting to do that at this point in my life. Now I'm starting to learn how to support myself because I've, I've gone too far in the past and I, now I'm like without it, you know, yeah. but uh, sometimes yeah. that's what it takes, man. Go into like a very, very extreme form of something. And then like going back and then like seeing like, where did I, go wrong or like where did what did I like take a misstep or you know what how did I get here and then so like once you like figure out like what got you there you kind of like move different so like you have like Mm -hmm. a different mentality or you have thicker skin or you just like know what not to do next time maybe you were like uh, investing too much emotional equity into like a certain idea that wasn't very productive for you and therefore it became kind of self-destructive in a sense 
And sometimes, like, we can become our own worst enemy. And, like, although, like, you can't control everything, like, there's certain things you just can't control that are out of your hands. Like, as people, we could try try to, like, uh, control how we feel and control how we think and mm-hmm. how we, like, perceive the world. I think that's a very, very big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being conscious of that, being mindful towards yeah. it. Yeah, mindful. Support. That's it. Good way to say it, being mindful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. It's it's hard to it's hard to it, well, as far as for me, it's hard for me to support myself. I mean, so it's weird because I don't know if it would be me supporting myself, but like when I enjoy doing something, I do it regardless of whether anybody thinks it's funny or cool or mm-hmm. whatever. Because as long as it makes me feel good, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, like. And that's as far as anything. If I like playing basketball, I want to play basketball. I don't care if I'm the best on the court or not. I'm just going to play. Yeah. And regardless of people are just like, bro, you have a broke jump shot. I'm just not going to care, <laughs> bro. It's fun. <laughs> bro, you were making it rain like, like every I, other shot. Nah, I'm right. We were playing. I might. Like, okay. <laughs> and uh, same thing with everything else. Like even with video games, a lot of times when I play with my friends, I'm not the best, but it's fun to play with them. Like it's fun to have those lobby conversations and stuff like that. And regardless of whether I'm good or not, I'm going to do it because I'm doing it because it's fun. And I hate sucking at things. So that makes me super, and I'm super competitive. Mm. So when I suck at something, it kills me, bro. It it kills me. So I I have to just, I have to just keep, I'm such a try hard. So I try so (laughs) hard, bro. I just keep trying and trying and trying and trying until I don't suck no more. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But like how you were saying, CeeLo, like I'm I'm my biggest enemy, yeah. bro. I have so many inner demons that I'm fighting constantly, all the time, mm-hmm. that sometimes it's hard for me to take a compliment from somebody because mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like a lot of times people are just gassing me up just because I'm their friend. Mm. And so when people are just like, Oh bro, you're so like this, or you're so that, I'm yeah. kinda just like, nah, you you just you just gassing me up, bro. Like you, 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 you're lying, bro. Because, That's how I feel sometimes. Because a lot of times, I, I like I know how I am, or I, I'd like to think I know how mm-hmm. I am. Um, so when someone tells me like, "Oh, Alex, you're so like, you're so nice to everybody," mm-hmm. I'm kind of just like, like I'm not as nice as I could be, because I have such high expectations for myself. So it's kind of hard to support myself in that matter, just yeah. because I have my I hold myself to higher standards. And when somebody says that I'm nice, it's like, but I'm not as nice as I could be. <laughs> yeah, it's like you don't know how. So I kind of take credit nice. away from myself. Yeah, you um, downplay how much you're actually worth, or I upplay how much I am actually worth. But you're downplaying because like you're not giving yourself <laughs> enough credit. Or you're downplaying what they're saying to you, mm. what they think. Yeah, you're worth. yeah, that too. Downplaying perspective, dude. Wow. Downplayception. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, but it's it's hard for me to take compliments from people. Like, even my own girlfriend. Like, my own girlfriend will tell me something, and I'll just be like, bro, you lying. Like, stop. And she'll be like, no, serious. And, like, same with friends and family. They'll tell me something. I'm like, nah, just stop. Like, you, you lying. <laughs> and, but that's because I just really don't believe that people are being genuine yeah. when, they tell me, when they give me a compliment just because I don't see myself like that. And mm-hmm. that, that has to, that has a lot to do with all my inner demons. Yeah. My Myself doesn't want me to see myself for how others see me mm. because... It's kind of like I'm the person that I I want to win, yeah. But my inner self doesn't want me to win, yeah. Like it want like, and that comes with a lot of like um depression and mental stuff that I got going on. It's just like I want myself to suffer because I feel like I deserve to, based off of like the shit that I've done in my life or that I've been through. Mm. I feel like I don't deserve to win, so my. But you do though. I don't know. <laughs> well, you should know. <laughs> but like my inner demons are kind of just telling me like. Nah, you shouldn't be at the top mm. because you did this back then. Remember, mm. like you were a piece of shit at this time. Uh, you were a piece of shit to this person, mm. or you fucked over that person. Like, remember that. Don't yeah. forget about that. Damn. And so when I'm like, when I want myself to win, it's like these demons come out and they're like, "Don't forget that you were a piece of shit at one time." Mm-hmm. And then it kind of takes over. It's like, fuck, dude. Like, you're right. Like, I. This is me talking to myself. I'm yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, you're right. Like, I really don't deserve to win because that's fucked up. Why Why should I win when there's people out there that are better than me and they've never been a piece of shit like how I have? And so, and what? What? why do I deserve to be above them? And so it's it really goes back to just, I'm my biggest enemy, bro. So how do you get yourself out of a state like that? All right, guys. So really quick, 
when CeeLo, myself, and Bry Guy recorded this episode, we ended up going for two hours. So instead of having you guys sit here listening to us talk for two hours, we decided to cut it into two parts. Because we're considerate. Yeah. This episode being part one, <laughs> tune in next week for part two. We got a twofer. Yep. Again, thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you guys a little too much. Hopefully you guys come back for next week's episode. And then the week after that, and the week after that, and the week after that. And the week after that. And the week after that. Love you guys. Thank you guys. And be nice to each other. Take care of yourself. Love each other. And just stay super duper dope. Peace.